it's a good verse. I'm going to read it one more time. And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God, to live by his decrees and obey his commands as at this time. Before I begin, why don't we just pray one more time? I want to go for you a little one more time. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to come before you today. Pray, Lord, that you would minister to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All glory. All honor. All praise. All worship to your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Mighty God. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. I would like to talk to you all for a few minutes today on the dedication of the saints. Praise God. Because we're all saints of the Most High, right? Amen. Amen. Now, I know it isn't the same for everyone, but I was dedicated when I was a baby. We did a ceremony, and I had the, the dress that was super long, you know. <laughs> It's something people have been doing for years and years and years and years and years. Different religions do it differently. Uh, I've seen where in the Catholic Church they'll sprinkle the child. I've also seen a video, some might know what I'm talking about, of a priest, I don't know from what religious denomination, I have no idea, but he like dunked the baby WWE style into the water. And I was horrified, but it's okay. <laughs> The dedication of a child is something very special for a family, for a parent. In Samuel, we find a woman named Hannah. And Hannah, she was a dedicated woman of prayer. And she really wanted a child. She really wanted a child. So she made a vow. She said, God, if you would give me a son, I'll give him right back to you. Praise God. All the days of his life, he would be dedicated to him. And after she made that vow, Eli, the priest, saw her praying and said, Oh, this woman's drunk. This woman's drunk. She's not even speaking. Her lips are just moving. But no, the sincerity behind that prayer was there. She was not drunk. And then he saw the depth of her prayer, the sorrow behind her prayer. And he let her go from the temple. And after she left, not long after, we read that she conceived a son. And after that he'd grown a little bit, she took him back to that temple and gave him back to the Lord. First Samuel 1, 27 to 28 says, For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshiped the Lord there. As soon as he was old enough, as soon as she was able to wean him, she took him back to the place where she made the vow. She dedicated him back to the Lord. And some, might have, some of us might not have been dedicated as a child. And that is okay because you have the opportunity now. Hannah asked for a son, and all she had was her word. She had nothing to give, but she made the promise to God, and he honored her. And he gave her that son so she could give him back to him. 
she was dedicated, Hannah was dedicated to God. And in turn, he was dedicated to her. And it shows by him answering that prayer. And we, we have an opportunity every single day, every single day to get to dedicate ourselves to God. God, I don't have much. I might just have the breath in my lungs, but God, it's yours. Praise yeah. God. Amen. I might just have a few dollars in the bank, but God, it's yours. Praise Everything God. Everything that I am is yours. Praise God. I myself to God. Praise God. Amen. But this does beg the question. I mean, it does in my mind. I don't know about you. But it does beg the question. Are we as dedicated to God as he is to us? I mean, as Christians, God asks us to be dedicated to the word, to the church, and its leaders, and to prayer, and to many other things, but those are just the three that really stick out to me. These are just the ways to serve him. I mean, if we dedicate these areas of our life, then our priorities will align. Amen. That's right. Our important things will be God's important things. Praise right? God. Amen. There was a song that was sung for so long that, Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours. Yes. When we dedicate ourselves to him, dedicate ourselves in prayer, in studying the word, and to him, those things will break our hearts. And our lives will show the dedication that we have to him. Amen. Yes. We saw a minute ago how, how Samuel was dedicated to the Lord. So what makes it different now? We don't have to be a baby to be dedicated. That's right. Because I don't think I want to go back to being a baby. <laughs> but being dedicated now means being dedicated to God, His Word, His Church, and prayer. Praise God. Praise God. And being dedicated to prayer, I mean, when I think of dedication to prayer, I think of 1 Thessalonians 5.17, which is one of the most known verses in the Bible because it's only three words. <laughs> Pray without it's a common thing. It's something that easily can become come to your mind. It's probably one of the most known verses, but there's another verse that is only two words that you guys might know. James eleven thirty five. Does anyone know? James Oh, John eleven thirty five. I'm so sorry. Jesus wept. <laughs> That's why you're confused because I was wrong. <laughs> But I wonder, how can I actually pray without ceasing? How does that work? I mean, how, how does it work when, you know, when I'm sleeping? Like, I can't exactly, I guess I could talk in my sleep, but does that really count? <laughs> I mean, does it take care, does like taking care of my physical form count as a prayer? I mean, I don't know, maybe not, I don't know. But if I pray without ceasing, how can I do anything else? So I'm just praying God, which is not a bad thing. Like, if I'm just praying God and that's all I do, that's a wonderful thing. But how am I supposed to have a job and all these other things while I'm here on this earth? But by being dedicated in prayer, it, it could mean that you just make purposeful decisions every day to pray. A purposeful moment to pray when we... Take a few minutes of downtime instead of turning on the TV 
or scrolling through Facebook or whatever you do on your phone, just praying and stuff. Praise God. Yeah. A Praise dedicated God. Like, commitment there, just that small little thing, can mean so much in the long run. Amen. By being dedicated in prayer, it could also mean that you're always available. Thank God. So whenever God gives you that urge to pray for someone, you do it. And you're ready, Praise and you're God. willing, and you're able. Praise God. Amen. But being dedicated to someone or, or to God, it means that there's a relationship there. Amen. There has to be that relationship with God. And any relationship requires communication. Mm -hmm. So any relationship will quickly die if there's no communication. And we can expect that if there's no communication with God, that relationship will die. It will die. Even if it is something simple as the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6, 9-13 says, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father who which art in heaven, how would be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It's so poignant and so powerful. So powerful. It's a prayer that has been lifted up before God for so long. A prayer that you learn when you're a child and you say it all through life, growing up until you're much older than I am. Everyone has prayed this prayer from one time or another. This scripture is something so simple that can start, or in some cases, restart a prayer life. Restarts a relationship that may have gone a little too far than you admit to. Life can get in, get can get you in a place where you think that you don't have time for prayer. I'm too busy. I have so many things going on. When am I going to pray? But that's when you need to pray the most. Amen. When your life seems so out of control and so busy, that's when you need God Praise the most. God. Amen. And you always have time for prayer. Always. It's just choosing to make that time. Choosing to take those few minutes of time to pray. When we connect with God on that level of intimacy, that that relationship with him, if it's just me and him, I'm going to connect with my king. I can align with his vision so he can work through me. So I can be available. I can be a willing vessel. But sometimes I know that I felt this way. We can, we can feel like our prayers just could hit the ceiling and come right back in the face. But no prayer is insignificant. Amen. And no prayer that doesn't mean something to God. Amen. Every single prayer means something to God. Praise God. And this is just one thing that we can do, one thing, one purposeful action to connect with the creator of the universe. I mean, as we come into this season, this person, this God, who came as a baby, 
He was infinite and he had like no form. He was just a spirit and wonderful and he was creating everything and then came as a baby to the very creation that he made. He was born in a manger, which is a stable. He was wrapped in those swaddling clothes and he was laid in the hay. He left his glorious throne so that he could have a relationship with us on a new level. Another area that we can dedicate to him is the church. Now, that is the building and the people, though. Wherever we are. God doesn't just dwell in these literal four walls. Right? He doesn't just dwell here. But he gave us these four walls to gather them. He gave them to us to worship him in. To gather with fellow believers. And to learn together more and more about who he is and who he is to us. These four walls are a blessing. They're a blessing. But sometimes we can forget that God can move out of them too. We can leave this place. And he, can't, he can't yes. go with us. Amen. He isn't confined here. No. Okay. And the church isn't just the building. We Praise are the church. Right. We are the body of Christ, his bridegroom. And while we are here and able to worship in this setting, God has appointed people to lead us. Pastors, teachers, leaders, they are all appointed by God. Hebrews 13, 17 says, Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves. As they watch for your souls, as they that must give account that they may do with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Thank you, God. Being here together is very important for all of us. Every single last one. Every single last one. When we are not here, when we're not gathered with our fellow believers, the world can become louder and louder. And will crowd out the voice of God. The deception and the lies that the world tells us grow stronger and stronger, and it gets crammed into our brains until we feel like we might burst. But being here, we can be filled with godly wisdom, discernment, brotherly love. When we are dedicated to the church, we can find those things here. Praise God. In a weekly ministry like we do here on Sundays and Wednesdays and sometimes other days in the week, we can amplify what God is doing in us and through us. Jeremiah 3.15 says, And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Yes. Our leaders give us focus. They give us a place to go where everything else seems to be falling apart. Our leaders are the spiritual authorities in our lives. The ones who can steer us in the right direction, give spiritual advice, godly wisdom. In this place, we are surrounded by those who have lived in this message for years and years and years. And we can find help in this place. Praise God. Amen. If we are not dedicated to the church, we can lose sight of who God has placed in our lives. We can lose our spiritual balance and fall. But in this place, we have opportunities to serve 
one another. Amen. We serve this community. Praise God. We serve Amen. in our jobs. Ephesians 4, 11 through 12 says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. We are all a part of the body of Christ. We work together to function as a whole. We all have distinct gifts that we can use to minister inside and outside of this building. And when we lose sight of that and begin to wander a little bit outside this body, then we can become negative, become pessimistic, because we don't have someone pouring into us who is aligned with God's wisdom, aligned with God's plan. Our dedication to this house and to the people who gather here and to those who, who will gather here in the future, it matters. Amen. It really does matter. It isn't just us receiving something when we come here, but pouring into others, investing in others. That is dedication to the church and the body of Christ. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Another area that we can dedicate ourselves in is studying the word. Amen. I was able to do a lot of that while I was at school, and it's enlightening. It's beautiful. The Bible is a masterpiece. Amen. Amen. It has everything you ever need written in the pages. Everything you'd ever need. And it's been given to us to help us. Some may see it as it's a book of rules. Or the way it is. It is. But those rules are put in place for a reason. Those guidelines are put in place for a reason. Because if we were able to do whatever we wanted, we would not be in this place today. We would be in a very different place than we are now. But when we dedicate ourselves to the word, to studying this text, things change. Things change. Um, It's just amazing. 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. As we go through this book, we see things differently. This is how we get to know God. In these words. We can't go on by living on a first impression of who God is. We can't be sustained. When we study the Bible, we can more easily recognize the voice of God. We can find when we read and study that he is loving, he is merciful, and he's absolutely in control. Praise God. He's gentle. But not only do we learn more about who God is, we gain wisdom. Learning when something is right and wrong and how to correct ourselves when we are wrong. The more that we read and understand, the more we know how relevant it is to this day and age. The Bible is our guide. When we dedicate ourselves to studying the word, then we can see Jesus. Amen. 
A man named Colin Smith said that Jesus can be found on every page of the Bible. Praise God. If you're searching, I can tell you exactly where to look. Praise God. Amen. Exactly where to look. Praise God. Oh. Glory to God. God tells us in 1 Timothy 4 and verse 13, it says, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. God wants us to study his word until he comes back. He wants us to get to know him in that way. Because when reading a chapter, we can find things that we didn't necessarily see before. We'll find different things, things we, things we haven't noticed the first time. And it doesn't matter how many times we read and reread something. Every single time we will always notice something is different. Because we are a different person when we're reading again. Because we've learned and we've applied what this Bible says. Prayer, the church, and the word. Dedication in these three areas. Mm -hmm. And there's more, but these are just the ones that I chose to focus on. But making these areas a priority, turning them into conscious decisions every day and day after day, Praise God. Amen. will make a world of difference in our lives. Amen. I titled this message, The Dedication of the Saints. And I did that for a reason. Daniel 7, 18 says, But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom Praise God. and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Praise God. I firmly believe that each and every one of us in this room is a saint of God. Amen. There are some here who have been serving God for a lot longer than others, some maybe over 50 years, some maybe just a few, a few years. But the saints that have been here through thick and thin, through prosperity and through poverty and through it all, they show the dedication that we all need. Praise God. Praise God. They, we all make the sacrifices to be here, to be in this house with our fellow believers. But if that spark of dedication, that spark of commitment goes out, then we're not going to want to have anything to do with this. Jesus. When that motivation starts to wane, when that motivation starts to maybe lose its, its warmth, that is when we look to the saints. Praise God. The saints that have withstood every trial. If you could stand with me today. But after all of that, after all of that, I'm going to ask the question that I asked in the beginning. Are we as dedicated to God as he is to us? Are we more dedicated to the things of this world than we are to God and his kingdom. 
If you're not dedicated to these things, then what are you dedicated to? Today is a new day. And if you answered no to one of the questions that I asked, you can be rededicated today. Praise God. Amen. Not in the way of being dedicated, but in a sincere way coming from you. Not your parents, not your family, but you. If we don't stand for the word, if we don't stand for God, if we don't stand for his teachings and his doctrine, then we're going to fall for absolutely everything. And I know that life can get us confused and it can distract us, tempt us, take us to new lows and pseudo highs and the only place that we can truly recharge, the only place where we can find hope in a future where the world just keeps getting worse Glory is here. Our actions show our priorities. They show our dedication. We as the saints of the Most High must stay dedicated, stay true, otherwise we'll fall away and lose who we are. In him. Proverbs 16, 3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Colossians 3, 17 says, And whosoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Revelation 14, 12 says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments Praise of God, God and the faith of Jesus. Praise God. And finally, 2 Chronicles 7, 1 says, Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. I want God to consume my sacrifice. My sacrifice of commitment, of dedication. Jesus, 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 Today, as we're standing, why don't we lift our hands Hallelujah. to God and cry out to him this morning. God, I'm sorry for my priorities and my dedication to Forgive me for not living a life dedicated to you. 